I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. Uh, my name's Pete Allison. This is Dave Cribb. Ahoy hoy, and a very perky morning to you. Uh, morning? Well, morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you, whatever you fancy. It depends when you're listening. I mean, it's, it it's five past three in the afternoon, so I'm just surprised that don't, you're you're being quite specifically... Right, okay. No, no, specifically morning, yeah, so yes, yeah. You're, you're quite right. Um, yeah, it's not the morning here, but it could be the... I imagine it's the morning when a lot of people listen. Possibly. I guess we'll never know. Hey, why don't you get in touch? Tell us, when do you listen to the podcast? Do you listen uh, in the morning? Are you getting dressed? Do you listen in the, on your way to work? I'd like to know if it's part of some people's routine that they do listen yeah, actually, at a specific I, time I really would. Yeah, week. I know. Like, do you write, like, in your calendar, Wednesday afternoon, listen to podcast? Yeah, or do you just have, have like, a Wednesday routine that just means that every Wednesday you... Yeah, it's just the thing you pop on when you wake up or... Uh, go to the gym or something yes that i we, we started with the piss take and now i'm heavily interested does it feature in your routine do tell us that or if there's like something really mundane that you do that you you save friends with friends for when you're doing that like right. um for example steph who listens to the podcast says that she always puts it on whenever her little boy teddy is napping Oh, that's nice. So are we the soundtrack to that little boy's sleep? Are we sort of inf- infesting his dreams? It's whenever he's having, it's specifically whenever he's having a nap in the pram. Is he our youngest listener? That's another good question. God, this is all, there's, there's so much to discuss here. He's having a nap in the pram. So he's, he's, he's what? He's You know, like move? when a baby's asleep in the pram and you don't want to take them out of the pram because then you wake them up because you want them to sleep. So you leave them in the pram. Got you. Yeah, but this should put the podcast on because it's like a soothing, sleep enhancing vibe. Or is it more just like, I was going to say, does she leave him in the other room and then go and listen to the podcast? That's probably not what you do with babies. Unspecified in her message. But what she does say is put on a decent podcast, for example, Friends with Friends. A decent podcast. Okay, fine. That's good. Well, that's nice that we're in that bracket of podcast, I guess. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, we've learned something. Uh, So here are the, what are we saying so far? Uh, When do you listen to Friends with Friends? And is, is, what's his son called? Teddy? Yeah. Is Teddy our youngest listener? And who, Pete, here's a good one, who is our oldest listener? If you think you are our oldest listener or our youngest, I mean, if you are our youngest, you probably can't text or message us, but you could if you think that your child is the youngest fourth listener. 
Uh, and if you think you're the oldest, yeah, interested, just interested. So there you go. That's our. I feel like we're doing the friends with. Are friends we doing a census of friends with friends listeners? Yeah. <laughs> Once a year, we shall do it. Uh, yeah. What else would you like to know about our listeners while we're doing the census? Um, what you wear? No, <laughs> that make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing as well? Yeah, all right. FWF pod on Instagram if you'd like to share that inane information with us that we have specifically requested. Uh, yes, another question for the censors. Do you have sex met Azels? I man sex man Azels. I, I don't know. I don't think I nailed that. I hope that you don't. But if you do. I translated that. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I have, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've come on better. To reveal Peter. that in due course. I've translated it. And verified it with an independent Dutch person. Dutch person. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> an independent uh, Dutch person. My friend Kaya, who's a listener to this podcast, is, uh, has sent me a lot of good uh, intel on this episode. So as we go along, we will we will hear from it. Okay. The intel, not I wasn't referring to her as it, for clarification. This week's request. Hello? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't say anything. <laughs> you just stopped. I thought you... <laughs> I said this week's request, question mark? Uh, yes, there there is a request, and it comes from, from Vicky. Vicky. That's my job. Shut up. Leave, leave yeah, well, then why did you pause? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, would you like this week's request? Oh, yes. Yes, I would. I thought you were saying this week's request. And then you were going to say it, and then you just didn't say it. Anyway, yeah, basically, I'm Vicky Krakow. Hi, Vicky. Hello. I've been listening to your podcast for a good few years now, and I recommend it to you to all my friends-loving pals. Please, can I request the one with the stain from season eight? Uh, the line, I'm leaning, this is where I lean from Chandler, makes me laugh out loud every time. I remember nothing else about which storylines feature in this episode, so I apologise if they are rubbish. Thank you, Vicky. Interesting you say that because I think they are rubbish. <laughs> uh, they're, they're not great. Yeah, not great. I would. I just find, I mean, you're about to outline what those stories are, but yeah. I just find the Eric and Phoebe one all really weird and I find Eric really boring. Eric speaks so slowly. He pauses so much. Sean Penn delivers his lines so slowly. I found myself going, get on with it. Get on with it, man. I think he's just a really weird character. Well, when you sort of objectively look at these three plots, right, here, here is the synopsis, so we can sort of do this as, as an all-encompassing um, analysis. So it's season eight, episode seven, the one with the stain, 227407. Nah, don't like when they end in sevens. Written by R. Lee Fleming Jr. What a flamboyant name. Chandler... Hires a maid to help Monica, but she soon suspects the maid is stealing her clothes. After getting Chandler to inspect the pair of jeans she's wearing that she thinks are hers, Rachel returns Monica's borrowed clothes. What a weird sentence and not really... Anyway, whoever writes these has gone off the rails today. The maid quits, believing Chandler is a pervert. (laughs) And meanwhile, Eric (laughs) wants to date Phoebe, but he is too reminded of Ursula, and Ross attempts to secure the apartment of a dying Dutch woman for Rachel, while Joey wants Rachel to continue living with him. Special guest star Sean Penn as Eric, which Sean Penn is a big get. That's a good guest star. I just don't think they've used him well. No, and the performance almost comes across like he can't really be asked. Well, I'd suggest there might be an element of that, and I don't want to besmirch Sean Penn's professionalism, but I imagine 
doing Friends. Well, he's, he's done it for more than one episode is the strange thing, isn't it? So he must have really wanted to do it. But he does slightly stand out in a, in a slightly strange way, doesn't he? Here, But mm. never mind. Um, but yeah, when you actually um, analyse these three plot lines just from like a synopsis. So we have Monica and Chandler basically sexually harassing a, a cleaner until she quits. Yeah. We have Phoebe dating her twin sister's ex uh, and very uh, forward first date as well, which we'll come on to. And then we have Ross and Rachel waiting for a woman to die so they can swoop in on her apartment. It's, it's, it's a strange <laughs> trio of plot lines, isn't it? Where, well, which one should we start with? I think let's start with the Dutch lady. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, so well, there's, I tell you what, there's a couple of big old continuity errors in this episode of Friends by my maths as well. Um, I'm willing to be corrected. But the first one is the start of this plot. Ross heard in the elevator that the Dutch woman had died. Now, the whole bloody pivot thing. Yes, fair point. There's yeah. no elevator. That's what. That's why the, probably the most memorable scene of all of Friends happens is because Ross says, I think there's a line in that one where um, they say, oh, is, well, somebody says, you said there was an elevator, and Ross says, I did, but there isn't. Maybe he was um, in some sort of service lift. <laughs> well, I mean, but use the service lift for the couch, I'd say. Have you seen uh, the Ben Whishaw This Is Gonna Hurt series? I started watching it actually, yeah, and I wasn't grabbed by it, if I'm honest, so I haven't finished it. Because he helps, actually, neither have I. Because uh, he helps oh, yeah, a one pregnant of the, um, woman yes. into a ward via a service lift, and it does not look very safe, particularly with a woman imminently giving birth. Um, the Those are the, what are they call those constantly moving lifts? I've forgotten. Paternoster lifts. Yeah, the ones oh. that are consistently moving around and around and that's the ones he's in in that first episode isn't he he pushes a pregnant lady out of a paternoster lift while it's moving yeah while she's in labor yes yes but yeah i mean so there's the first continuity error i would suggest um and then yeah just the whole thing where would you look when you're looking for an apartment the paper rachel's got that sure and then you know any dead neighbors of your pals well they go over to view the apartment without any sort of appointment. Like, there's no, mm. it, like, uh, letting agent involved. It's just, we'll turn up and knock on the door. And even that is based purely on a rumour of a death. Well, quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's incredible that they even know which apartment to go to, isn't it? They, mm. Ross has just heard a Dutch woman has died, and suddenly they're knocking on the door going, oh, hi, we hear your mum's dead, <laughs> which... <laughs> Even I mean, she's not, so they're kind of lucky to get away with it. But if she had been dead, what a weird... What were they planning to do? Your mum's dead. Can we come in and have a look around? And Ross also says, I could come over whenever I want, with your permission. Um, but mm. that's never stopped Ross going over to anyone else's house. <laughs> the idea of permission in that social group of entering someone else's apartment It's a new concept, isn't it? Laughable, isn't it? Absolutely laughable. Um, here's my question. Why does Ross start to learn Dutch? <laughs> what long game is he playing there? The woman's about to die. I like the way that he says Blumen when he tries to say flowers in Dutch. Blumen. Um, yes, I haven't checked the pronunciation of Blumen, but I, the, the intel I have from the Dutch, the representative of the Dutch people, is that nobody's speaking very good Dutch in this episode. That doesn't um, surprise me, if I'm honest. No, 
Gunther specifically, and obviously Ross. Um, did you do you want to take us through the translations? Well, it's 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 donkey. Basil yeah. is donkey, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then when Gunther replies and outwits Ross with his superior Dutch, he says, "You have sex with donkeys." It's a really weird line, isn't it? Yeah. Bit of a bestiality joke in there. I, do you know what? I think, I think we're yet to tick off bestiality, aren't we? We've had a lot of incest, but not much bestiality. On the bestiality. podcast, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not in life. <laughs> no, good. Thanks. Very much unticked. <laughs> um, and a long way it's continued to be unticked, Peter. Uh, I do. Yeah, no, um, rare well, hopefully, hopefully forever, Dave. Um, yeah. I do think, though, that Gunther's delivery of that line is one of my favorite lines yes he's very funny gunther in this isn't he um no gunthers in uh, the netherlands by the way i wondered if gunther was like a common name in the netherlands but are uh there dutch, are literally none well our dutch queen has never met a gunther i've, I've promoted right dutch so queen. that means that there are no gun there are definitely no gunthers <laughs> look have you got any evidence to suggest there are gunthers i haven't let me find the actual question I asked. Do you know any Gunthers in the Netherlands? That's what I said, yeah. Uh, and she said, absolutely not. Right, uh, very small sample Gunthers? size. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I'm trying to find if... Uh, I mean, weirdly, the Google search for how many Gunthers are there in the Netherlands does not really help. Nobody's mm. done that study before. And I'd say probably quite rightly so, because that'd be... a colossal waste of time what they need to do is an effective friends census in the netherlands right okay okay well let's find out if we have any more dutch listeners <laughs> and if you are dutch add to your census form uh have you ever met a gunther a dutch gunther hmm. can you actually make up the form would that be fun to fill in <laughs> yeah could we do like a google you know when people send you like links to a form yeah, a survey. The, the, yeah, friend, survey. the annual <laughs> Friends with Friends survey. <laughs> yeah. Can we do that? I'd like yeah. that. You can make it look all nice and then we'll send it out on like a Google link. So we're asking... Ever shagged a dog? No. Ever, <laughs> a donkey? Yeah, I was just thinking of any old animal. It doesn't have to be... <laughs> preferably it's not any animal. I was yes, just I'd not say. going to be specific about donkeys because again, smaller sample size, Dave. Yes, that is true, but I was... Oh. I just hope nobody comes back with a yes, because I wouldn't know how to deal with that, if I'm perfectly honest. <laughs> but anyway, let, we'll, we'll write up the survey form based on what we've discussed so far, and we'll pop that on our Instagram at some point this week. Happy days. I just also think it's worth noting that Ross kissed an old woman on the brink of death. Yeah, it's... It's strange how far... This is classic Ross trying to control Rachel's life a bit too much, isn't it? And it's strange how far he's willing to go to secure Rachel that apartment without really checking that she's still interested, which, as it turns out, she isn't. And how incredulous he is at the fact that she's made a decision that suits her. Well, quite, exactly, exactly. It's, it's not a good colour on Ross, is it, This when he, when he discovers she's decided to stay with, with Joey. But... I guess if you had just come off the back of snogging a dead Dutch woman, then maybe, maybe you would feel a bit peeved. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, that's fair. She, he, she wasn't. She wasn't dead. Almost she, dead, I guess. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, I hope he's not snogging. That's quite a, a dead quite an Dutch important woman. difference. Yes. Well, let's not bring necrophilia into the same episode yeah. as bestiality, Peter. We, we don't want to be ticking too many of these references off in one podcast episode, do we? 
No. Uh, Phoebe and Eric? Yeah, Phoebe and Eric. <laughs> I mean, let's. The, the, the overall analysis is this is weird. And not for the first time is Phoebe fallen for one of Ursula's sort of, well, I guess not romantic. He was a stalker last time, I guess. But still, Phoebe has a penchant for falling for people associated with her sister that are, let's face it, wholly inappropriate. I I am not an identical twin. But if okay. I was, I think anyone who'd gone anywhere near my identical twin would be a default absolutely not no way. Yes, absolutely. And the extension to that, which is where this plot really falls down, two of my best friends are identical twins. With uh, each other. And uh, with each other, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, yeah. And we share the same birthday. Interesting. Interesting. Well, maybe a triplets. Uh, I think so. I don't look as much like them. And, and I was also born exactly one year earlier. So it's unlikely. It's unlikely. <laughs> and we have different parents. There's a few There's a few mitigating right. factors there that mean we're probably not triplets. But okay. what I would say is, despite them being identical twins, I can tell them apart very easily. And I would wager that anybody that spends time with just probably just one twin should know the let alone having like dated that twin dated and then been very intimate and like were they engaged i can't remember i can't remember the exact details but sean well, they penn because he, he gets the ring back yeah yes exactly exactly and sean penn knows ursula as much as it's possible to know anyone i would guess in that sense and yet he still doesn't know the difference between her and phoebe when when ursula walks in and rather than just even checking just has sex with her immediately, seemingly without saying anything. Because the thing about Phoebe and Ursula, they don't speak the same, do they? Their tones are very different. It'd be very easy to tell which one was Ursula within, I'd say, two sentences. Even we'd know that from watching it. He references that, doesn't he? Because he said that they just started, he was so excited to see her that he just like started kissing her. And then Phoebe's like, oh, but then yeah. finds it gross again very soon after. Well, yeah, I guess the only thing in Sean Penn's defence is that Phoebe and Ursula are the most identical, identical twins in the world because they are the same person. They are literally the same person, yeah. So I guess they don't have that sort of slight, those slight differences that normal identical twins might have. Why is there... Right, you know how Phoebe makes a thing of first dates and what she wants them to be like and, oh, the electricity and all yeah. that. Why then is their first date just making out on a sofa? Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's so strange, isn't it? It's such, they keep referring to it as the first date. I presumed when Phoebe said, I can be at your apartment in two hours, that meant, and then we'll go and go to lunch or something, you know? Because they talked about going well, for lunch. And then they seemingly make out a bit, and then she's like, oh, got to go, got to massage someone, and then goes back later. It's a, so it's like a, it's a very, it's an even weirder first date because it kind of is in two parts. Well, yeah, she's popped over for a date, which you wouldn't want to put a very quick end time on a first date, would you? Even if it was just making out on the sofa. But seemingly she's only there for about 20 minutes. Then she's like, I've got to go and do my job. Having just been sitting in the coffee house all morning, she could have gone a bit earlier, to be fair. Do you know the other weird bit is when Eric hugs Phoebe goodbye and says like in her ear while hugging her, you smell just like her. Like that's just <laughs> really fucking weird. It's very David Arquette vibes by the time you get to the end. It is, isn't it? It does does feel like just inappropriate relationships with Ursula and Phoebe are this plot line that they've revisited. Um, I really enjoy Phoebe cancelling on Ross the way she does it. Uh, (laughs) She sort of says, oh, this day is so much better than it was going to be. Ross, I can't make lunch. Very funny. One of my favourite lines of this episode, I think. But also goes against, or another continuity error, goes against all her morals. About friends cancelling on each other, doesn't it? 
That's true. Yes, I, I forgot that. But yes, she makes a big thing of it, doesn't she? She has huge problems with that with Joey. And, uh, and obviously that becomes her whole plot line. But it's she's very quick to just be like, nah, see you later, Ross. Although, actually, on the face of it, Phoebe and Ross just going for lunch on their own. Can't really imagine that, can you? Uh, no, not the most obvious pairing. No, no. Which of the which pairing among the six do you think is the oddest to go to lunch together? I'd um, say possibly that. Possibly Ross and Phoebe. So Ross and Ross and any of the guys going to lunch and any of the girls going to lunch. Monica and Ross going to lunch. Ross and Rachel. Ross and Phoebe. Weird. Joey and Phoebe. Absolutely normal, isn't it? Joey and Rachel will be fine. Joey and Monica might be a bit. Rachel and Chandler. Rachel and Chandler. But even then, I still think there's more. There's there's more of a connection there between them, you know. Chandler is married to Rachel's best mate, so there's like a there's there's a whole connection. I don't know. It I think Chandler and Phoebe, Chandler and Phoebe, or, or Ross and Phoebe are the two strangest yeah. lunch pairings. Yeah. Um, add that to the census. Who's your yeah. strangest friends lunch pairing? When Eric takes out his contact lenses, he only takes one out. Uh, how does he? Yeah, very weird. No wonder it's the whole blur. I mean, I'm again jumping ahead to my second favourite line of the episode, Blursilla. Absolutely thrilled with that. I also noted down, "Don't tear out your eyes." Yes, that's really funny, isn't it? And the way she, the way she immediately reaches for that is very peak Phoebe. We've now mentioned all of my favourite lines uh, okay, because the other one is ones? about leaning. Yeah, that is just very much the best line of the whole episode, isn't it? Um, but yeah, me too. Actually, they're my three. So well. God, we're getting efficient at this favourite lines thing, aren't Are we? We've accidentally already done it. Flippin' Nora. Um, and then the only final thing to note about this plot line before we take a small advertorial break is that very casual admittance that has Phoebe's had sex for money in the past? Yes. Uh, she says she got in trouble for that before. Just checks that out there, doesn't she? That, that kind of makes sense that she might have done that in the past. Yeah, it just sort of fits in with the Phoebe previous timeline, doesn't it, I guess. But yeah. it's very nonchalant the way she says it. And Sean Penn's like, yeah, all right, cool. All the best. Um, a little break, Pete? Yeah, go on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, to the maid. Now, the first thing to say about this is that my God, Chandler's taken his life into his own hands by hiring a cleaner without uh, talking to about Monica. Without talking what? to Monica about it first. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to correct myself before you jumped in, but uh, no, nope, you've done it now. But, but before even having a discussion with uh, Monica about it, that feels like a risky, a risky game, doesn't it? And also that apartment would be a nightmare to clean because there's just stuff absolutely everywhere. And for someone who's very clean, it's a very cluttered flat. Yes, it is, isn't it? There's a lot of stuff in it. And Monica also hates other people cleaning as well. We know, because when Chandler tried to previously clean, she was absolutely... I mean, she sort of came around to the fact that he'd done a nice thing, but she hates things being out of place, doesn't she? And things being moved around. And when she comes in and goes, oh my God, you cleaned, that feels like something she wouldn't actually be that pleased about. Also, Monica just standing and watching the cleaner do her thing throughout is very disconcerting for old Brenda. Very disconcerting. Now, I mean, not the least disconcerting thing they do while she's there, but still, it's strange <laughs> to sort of have an audience while you do your job. <laughs> I'd say from Brenda's point of view, if you asked her, would you rather any of the rest of the stuff happen or just that they stood and watched you whilst you clean, she would absolutely go for the uh, for that option. But yeah, you're quite right. I'd say as a cleaning experience, Brenda's had an absolute disaster there, right? That must be one of the worst jobs she's ever had. It's a miracle she hasn't just left numerous times. Yeah, well, that's a strange thing. When Chandler is delivering our favourite line of the episode, this is where I lean, he is literally leaning and looking under her breasts. And her response is, oh, okay. When he says, this is where I lean. It's not, what the fuck are you doing, you mad old creep? It's, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You probably do just lean there. even aside from all of that inappropriateness, the level of cleaning that she's being expected to because at one point she goes I'll clean behind the refrigerator like above and beyond because that looks like a very big fridge to manoeuvre herself that is absolutely nuts I don't think it's a cleaner's job to clean behind your fridge no I also don't think she's dressed I think the jeans are a plot mistake because I don't think uh, that would be a very practical or comfortable outfit to wear whilst cleaning an apartment is what I would say what do you wear to clean your flat? Uh, um, we're into we're into middle class troubles here now, Pete. Do you mean what does my cleaner? Oh, do you have a cleaner? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I do, I do, absolutely, unashamedly. It's it's one of my in favorite these things. cost of living times. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> what does your cleaner wear? Uh, she wears like overalls and no, oh, don't do that. <laughs> uh, no, she wears like overalls. That's the thing, like, though, isn't it? People like you can hire naked cleaners. You can hire naked cleaners. There was an episode of What I Lie to You where Deborah Francis White's um, special guest, you know, this is my, said we shared the same naked cleaner, which led me onto a real deep dive onto Google about naked cleaners, and they're really common. Hmm. And do you know, here's, here are the rules of naked cleaners. Obviously, there's no touching and it's just, but it's perfectly acceptable for most of the naked cleaning services that you, and this is maybe where Monica and Chandler have gone what, wrong. you are naked too? That you are naked too and can just oh, no. sit and watch them whilst being oh, naked. Oh, no, I don't like that. Isn't that really weird? That like, adds a whole other weird dimension to it. Doesn't it? Like what, 
what circumstance would you need to be naked? I know that the idea of a naked cleaner is a sort of it's a it's it's not a sexual service, but there's definitely a sexual element in that people are booking a naked cleaner because they want to look at a naked lady, right? But in <laughs> what in what or, or man, yeah, yeah, that's true. But in what I think a lot of the businesses is naked ladies, to be fair, from strange, lonely old men. Uh, but in what world would you need to be naked to do that? That's like saying, I'm going to a strip club, and also I'll get naked whilst at the strip club. <laughs> we'll, we'll both strip at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That's a very odd vibe, isn't it? Yeah, very strange. Anyway, so Monica and Chandler haven't, crucially, hired a naked cleaner, but it's sort of they're sort of acting... As if they have. I mean, when Brenda quits and walks out of the apartment, Monica just goes, yeah, that makes sense. Wouldn't she be like, we need to put something in place here for if my husband is sued for sexual harassment at the workplace. Yeah, some damage limitation. Yeah, it's really... um, She's put up with a lot. She's put up with Monica's head between her legs, Chandler leaning under her boob, and then obviously the... Well, here's the thing, Pete. What's Chandler done in the meantime? Because we leave the scene where Chandler says, can I just see your bra? And she sort of goes, no, basically. She just sort of looks and uh, like, of course not. And then Rachel and Monica are having a chat in the hall. And there's a probably, what, 20 to 30 seconds before Brenda storms out, absolutely enraged. Maybe he took his clothes off. Maybe he took his clothes off. Yeah, I mean, what's what's Chandler actually done in those times? I, I don't think we should think about it too much. But there's obviously been an escalation there, which um, I suggest would leave him liable for many a lawsuit um so yeah this whole plot line is absolutely mad monica's basically just gone mad she's forgotten that she's no in fairness rachel tucked the jeans but she doesn't as chandler points out really embrace the idea that the company might have made more than one pair of the same jeans you know and similarly with the bra um monica doesn't think to check if she's wearing that bra and a lot of people are keen on the internet to point out pete that she's not wearing the, a pink bra earlier in the scene. Okay. You know when Brenda says, I like your top, and she says, I'm not getting it, she sort of scrunches her top up, and then you see a white bra strap. So actually what's happened even worse is that Monica's changed, put the pink bra on, and then still forgotten that she's wearing the pink bra. Talking of continuity errors, second one, ding, 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 Brenda goes off before she does clean the refrigerator to get clothes from the laundry room, Pete. Why would Ross and Rachel go to the laundromat if there was a laundry room in the building? That's true, yes. There's a lot of chat about laundromats in Friends, especially in the early seasons. I'd say it's fairly well implied that that building doesn't have a laundry room. Flawed. Also fascinated with the idea of laundry rooms. Like, they're so... Apart from maybe like a university here, they don't really exist here in communal buildings, do they? No, you'd usually just have your own washing machine, wouldn't you? Yeah, but that's just very uncommon in those big apartment buildings over across the old pond, Pete. Yeah. Bloody love a laundry room. But yeah, no, we we just all... And then they all um, get annoyed when they see we've got a washing machine in the kitchen. That really rankles Americans more than all... Does it? Yeah. The amount of times that people have... Americans have made comments about washing machines being in kitchens. Would you like, where is your washing machine added to the census? Correct. Very good. Where is your washing machine? I keep mine in the same cupboard as my clothes. Is yours in a sort of utility cupboard, is it? I do have one of those, yeah. Yeah, that is the dream. Mine is in the kitchen, but um, I would like it to be in a separate laundry cupboard, really. But I'm not... One day, Dave, it's good to have dreams. ...plumbing enough to make that happen, so I'm just going to leave it where the people put it in when they built the apartment, which I think feels sensible, don't you? I have one final question. 
Please. Who is the late Pearl Harmon? Yes. Now, there doesn't seem to be much about Pearl Harmon at all on the internet. Pearl Harmon. This episode, unless just in case you didn't spot it, is dedicated to someone called Pearl Harmon who has passed away. I've got some information on Pearl Harmon if you want it. Would you like some more? Uh, I would like one fact about Pearl Harmon. Her dad was Aaron Lockhart Blythe. Born 1859, died in 1954. And who was he? Pearl Harmon was married <laughs> twice to Ira Trawick till 1930. Yeah, that must be her, right? Um, Fair play to her. She was a long-time member of the first Free Will Baptist Church in Cushing. She enjoyed quilting and crocheting. <laughs> she? She had 13 grandchildren and nine step-grandchildren. I think that's enough Pearl Harmon facts. Many nieces and nephews. <laughs> and a daughter called Fanny. Fanny Harmon. Fanny Blyeth Collins, apparently. Goodness. I'm not going to trace the names back and then we'll... Yeah, I th- I think. No, I think that's... You've answered my question. Shall we leave it there? I think we'd better. A couple of other tiny things about the cleaning plot line. No way would Monica let a maid get up onto the counter with her shoes on to clean the tops of the cabinets would she also how bloody high are your cabinets if you're having to stand on the counter to get to the top of them like you can't keep anything useful up there right i do, do you keep anything it's <laughs> another question do you what do you keep above your cupboards dave above my cupboards uh i have let me have a think a few things actually yeah i keep sort of replacement kitchen rolls there i keep uh coffee pods like replacement nespresso pods sort of like a little stocking of bits you know I also keep my waffle iron up there. Got a waffle iron. How often does that get used? Uh, The waffle iron, Peter, as you may predict, got used extensively in the week I bought the waffle iron. And very little since? Very rarely since, absolutely. Uh, Next on my list for the same treatment, um, I get an air fryer soon. (laughs) Have you got an air fryer? No. There you go. I'll report back when I get an air fryer. Uh, hey, Dave, yep. we're about to do a quiz that's done by Fluff Quiz and Amy, but not that Amy. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, done by a different Amy. And Amy has not only provided a quiz, but also yep. another sort of kitchen hack. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Like the limes. Okay. She says you can freeze chopped herbs with olive oil in ice cube trays and then throw them in when you're cooking. Oh, that is very good. I've... Is that saving much time? Well, not time. I suppose it is saving you the time that you spend chopping herbs, isn't it? Yeah, but it's also saving you the herbs that might go off. You know when you buy a big, like... Yes, fair point. ...floop of coriander or something. A floop? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've... uh, Right. I've opened Amy's uh, presentation for the questions. New Amy. New Amy. She's added photos. Oh, my God. What? From the episodes. Has she really? Which, some of which contain the answer. This is a high standard of uh, yeah, new the bar quizzing. has been raised. Okay, well, look, let's start, shall we? Would you like to quiz me? Uh, question one. What song is Phoebe's ringtone? And it has a picture of Phoebe gleefully looking at her phone. <laughs> it's one of the old Nokia ones, isn't it? Is it the Mexican hat dance? Uh, it's correct. Yes. Bloody, that used to be my ringtone back in the day. 
Question two, accompanied by a picture. What number is the apartment of the dying Dutch woman? Ooh, I want to say 2022. You're one out, it's 21. Oh, maybe the one across the hall is 22. Livid. Uh, Question three, what is in Monica's tile cleaner? Uh, Ammonia. Lemon juice. Lemon juice. Something else. Mm, oh, the secret cool. ingredient. And the secret ingredient. Is it just those three things? Uh, yes, it is. God, we are smashing this. Question four. What book is Rachel reading when her and Joey discuss her moving out? Oh, it's know. a pregnancy book, but I can't remember exactly what it is. Do you know? Uh, the Girlfriend's Guide to Pregnancy. My girlfriend, I'm not going to give myself that. I'm going to give myself a big old. Amy adds, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> it's a fair point. In uh, question five, I know that you're going to get this one, Dave. What was the Dutch woman's dying wish? Uh, a last kiss. One last kiss. One last kiss. Um, yes. And there, all right, not a bad attempt from us. Very good standard of quizzing from new Amy. Amy, nobody else got to enjoy the aesthetics of the quiz you put together, but I well, really enjoyed it. Well, you could pop it. those on Instagram, couldn't you? I could. But will I remember? That's that's the crucial thing, isn't it? Maybe we'll try and remember to put those on our Instagram story so everyone can appreciate it. Shout out to original quizzed Amy, who is currently on an all-inclusive holiday. Who? I oh, know, exactly. She's dead to us. Absolutely dead to us. That's showbiz. Um, but there you go. All the best. Uh, what's next week's episode, Pete? We are going to season five, episode eight, the one with all the Thanksgivings. Oh, lovely, lovely. A uh, little full of flashbacky ones. The one with all the Thanksgivings next week here on Friends with Friends. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.